is the best song you've listened to this year? Um, probably like just for the first time. Yeah. Uh, like, does that have to be a new song or can it be? Yeah, does it have to be from this year? <laughs> yeah. Preferably, but if you can't do that, we'll take whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm bl- I was going to say Never Fight a Man with a Perm by Idols. That's a good one. Uh, I, or a good one. I'm Scum by Idols. Also a good one. I'm I can't do this. I'm I, I don't I don't listen to music this way. I I oh. grab stuff very randomly and then it's mm-hmm. on my iPhone and then it's just in my shuffle playlist forever. I, pro- probably you... some probably something that was in an anime. Okay. All right. The Evangelion song? I I no. will say <laughs> um just for this audience probably I really enjoyed some of the new songs on the Scott Pilgrim show from Anamanaguchi this sure. year. And sure. I think those were fucking great. Um, very good stuff per usual from that crew. They were my most listened to band last year, according to Spotify. So I'm not too surprised that a late entry from them this year has become kind of my obsession. Uh, I started listening to some Dua Lipa this year, and I think I like Dua Lipa. I don't know if I know any. She, she uh, she's quite the 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 shaker, right? She's like, wasn't there a meme of her doing I, a particular type of dance? I know oh, that she's very know. popular. Yeah, she, I mean, she was on a uh, she was on like the the Seth Meyers Seth and Dua go drinking go day drinking thing. That okay. is and an entertaining. That is an entertaining segment. segment, and she was quite good in that. So I I enjoyed. Oh that yeah, uh, I think the one where he and Rihanna go day drinking. Might be my favorite. Yeah. Also a good one. Like one of the first ones they did. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look down this list and it's like these these are all these all all these songs have been here forever. I I used to follow music similarly to how we cover games. Like it was something that I was pretty obsessed with. Like even early on had considered doing a music blog for new releases and stuff. Like that is something I I have not stuck to, but tonight we will be talking about things that we should stick to because this is our 2024 resolutions episode episode. We have not been live like episode. We haven't been live with a traditional show for several weeks now because we had our all of our game of the year coverage. And before that, we had our game of the year coverage for Keeley. So I think and even before that was a a December preview. So it's been a minute. We've just been moving different recently. We've been moving yeah. differently. Uh, and if you haven't tuned into us before, I'm Bobby. I host the Casual Hour. Joining me always is Chase and Johnny. Uh, how are you two doing? Uh, doing good. great, Bobby. Thank you. Nice. This is episode 357, if you can believe it, and our last episode of 2023. And so with that, we are going to tell you about a lot of games that we have been able to just kind of fucking chill and lean into and not feel the pressures of finishing things on time, maybe finishing them for other reasons. Uh, (laughs) But we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to let you know our resolutions and they can be as very accurate and follow to the T as, Hey, I'm not going to pre-order games anymore to something as audacious as I will write notes about every video game I touch. 
So we'll let you know what that looks like mm. uh, tonight. We, we've also kept it generally pretty broad. Like I think last oh, year yeah. I, had, I was going to read some books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but those books were tangentially uh, related to some video games. But yeah, you know, yeah. free form. Do I said I was going to get into horror games. And you did. And I absolutely did. Uh, who, we oh, call did, that... did we want to pull up last year's and see how we did on? Yeah, it should be episode what? Like 306? Well 305? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up while you go. I think it's somewhere around there. Uh, but again, as Chase is doing that, we did wrap up three days worth, well, three episodes worth, I should say, of Game of the Year content, which was our casual categories. Uh, 20 categories spread across two episodes, and then we do our definitive top 10 list that also includes our personal top 10 list. Uh, always a great time. And then we had a reaction episode just before all those for Jeff Keighley's uh, Game Awards show. So you got our reaction to some of the trailers and overall thoughts on just that presentation. And we have all been working hard to play games uh, for that. But I've, I mean, we had, I think, uh, a Black Friday or holiday sale near the end of uh, November. Then we had some winter sale stuff happening. So I've, I, I know we've got a lot to talk about tonight as far as games we've been playing. Not a Same. lot. It looks yeah, like we I, didn't list them, but we said we were going to. Okay. We have, we have a thing that says we would do resolutions. Yeah, that sounds like something we would do. But we won't have that problem okay. going forward because we added it to our note and we will put those in as we cover the games we've been playing. So we've got a lot to get through tonight. Uh, anything that you all want to add on our Game of the Year stuff or should we get into the what you've been playing? If you find it was robbed. No, I mean, it's whatever we, we, we did uh chase what have you been playing uh not a lot honestly Good. uh the one thing i really have been playing is my fine you know speaking of resolutions last year my resolution was to do this backlog roulette thing uh which i think went quite well uh and this is my final commitment to it is is yeah. the month of december the game that was chosen was astri ascending which is a, a game on lots of lots of things, but I'm playing on my Switch. It's a JRPG. And so I've been playing a, a good chunk of that now that Game of the Year is over. And uh, I've got this this time to play this and, and write about it before the end of the year when January starts back up. And This is everything. a Switch game, correct? I'm playing it on the Switch. It's on pretty much okay. everything. All right. It's... Is it bad? There's so many. There's so many cool ideas in here. Oh it's no, it's not good, is it? With just a bore, a layer of really boring, jittery, oh, weak. Nothing. That sucks. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's a pretty typical JRPG. One of the weird things to me that that's also kind of interesting. They just give you all the characters from the very beginning. You you have you have a full party members. And they're just like, yeah, here's here's all eight. And they just like know each other. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I think the story is actually or the premise. The story's not very good. The premise is is kind of interesting. Is is that there are these eight demigods, and you get chosen to be a demigod, and when you come and be a demigod, you have three years to live. But you have incredible powers and are given incredible authority to hmm like live and work in the in the big city called Harmony and talk to uh, a goddess. I forgot what her name is. She just looks like a you normal know. human. It's not a big, it's, it's whatever. You know, I'm looking at the Wikipedia. Yes, right yes, yes. I, I know it is. It is, you know, um, 
but she just looks like a normal person. So they keep calling her goddess, and I'm trying to figure out why she's important. Um, but so you have these eight demigods, many of different races. There, there are a lot of humans, but there are also a few other races in there as well. And uh, the the problem with harmony is that there are some things called noises that seem to be attacking randomly. And, hmm. and so it's it's the jobs of the demigods to go in and um, stop the noises and, and figure out what's going on and why harmony is is being attacked that way. Um, so it's got an, it's got kind of a neat premise because when they when they come into the game, the three years are almost up. These these characters have three months to live. So they're some of them are being kind of glib about it. Some of them are pretty young. So they're they're hmm. kind of bummed <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm about to die. Yeah, um, some of them had to leave. Kind of reminds families. me of uh, of what they do in Xenoblade Chronicles uh, three. Sure, I can see that. Like the characters have a very finite lifespan. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so that stuff's pretty interesting. Uh, when you get into the actual game stuff, though, it's it's a pretty standard JRPG. Uh, it looks nice in screenshots for sure. Uh, it's got kind of a vanillaware look to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I was going right to ask now. about that. Yeah, it's like look how nice these models are. It, it yeah. looks like a, it looks like it's fucking Dragon's Crown over here. Uh, and then they start moving, and you go, oh, this is kind of that um, like live two D. We're stretching the models more than we're actually animating things for real. Um, and and things animate in kind of a weird way, and it doesn't it doesn't look all that great in motion. It doesn't have uh, it doesn't have much in the way of what I've heard people call juice. So like uh, having like a really juicy game that has a lot of um, for sure interesting feedback. You know whether that's the the hit stop on animations. So like when you hit an enemy, sometimes there's like a, a split second. Um, if you've seen Sakurai talk about this in his YouTube stuff when he's talking about Smash, like if you use the home run home run bat on somebody, there's this split second when you make contact or contact where it just freezes everything and then the animation goes. So it really makes that impact feel like, oh, this is the big important frame. And then everything happens. That's awesome. Um, and this game just kind of doesn't have that. The audio design in a lot of the attacks is weak. Uh, there's a music track that just kind of keeps going over everything mm. at the very same volume. Mm. So cutscenes or regular stuff, it's just the music's still just constant and it doesn't really raise or lower or make you get excited about anything. It's just kind of blasé the whole time. Even That's... though the game seems to have a lot of cool ideas. I think the the way that they do, uh, like each character has their own starting class and then you can get um, a kind of a, an extra job that they get that will change their appearance and change the weapons that they use and change their skill trees. There are these big constellation skill trees that kind of remind me of something like from Skyrim, hmm. but they it's it, it's just this giant grid. I guess it's also kind of like the sphere grid from um, Final Fantasy X, I think is what it is, um, where you're just picking a lot of options on these things and, and getting bonus skills or bonus uh, stats. And, and that stuff's kind of cool. And when you get a new job, you get a complete second constellation of things that you can do. And you can put those points into all sorts of things. Um, and, and then apparently there's like sub jobs that I haven't gotten yet. I'm, I'm about five. Uh, so I'm in chapter, I just finished chapter five and there are 17 chapters. 
Um, oh, short gives little thing. an idea of what's going on. Yeah, I, I think it, it says it's like about a 25-hour game, and I think I've probably put about five to ten hours into it so far. Okay. Um, so it's got some pretty cool ideas. It just, every, every time I play it, it's just kind of boring. The The dungeon design is extremely samey, and, and you're just walking through these these uh, environments that remind me a little bit of the structure of, um, uh, speaking of the Vanillaware game, the um, the uh, Muramasa the Demon Blade. That's what I'm looking mm. for. Um, Did that ever come out? Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it came out on the it came out on the GameCube and it came out on the PSP. It came out long ago. It hasn't got okay. a switchboard. Is, okay. is what I is what I want. They, they okay. should do that. <laughs> um, other games of Vanillaware's have been ported to the Switch, but not this one. Um, so it's kind of structured that way, but all the backgrounds are so samey and boring that you just get lost in in you know another desert area that right. has a couple of platforms in it. Um, it's just. It's just kind of whatever, and it shouldn't be. It should be a lot better than it is. And I, it's hard to put my finger. I know I've said a a handful of things here that it could be, um, but it just feels like there's so many things. Like mid, like mid to higher. It was getting like like sixes and sevens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's about where it's going to sit for you? Or are you, are you going to keep it's, playing? It's probably it's probably lower for me because I'm I'm getting frustrated by seeing the potential that is missed here. But it does it does have that potential, which you kind of want to want to um, you know reward in some way and go. Oh, you know, hey, they they had some cool ideas here. They tried a thing, but the execution of it is just so weak that that Damn. i come out feeling like yeah that's kind of whatever i i turned the difficulty down to the to the very easiest at this point to just kind of chew through some of this stuff um and and it is kind of cool seeing the new classes people can turn into oh, and, sure. and seeing some of the new um you know the new art and the new abilities are are kind of interesting um there is one character that's a summoner class and you find all these summons as you're as you're fighting through these different areas it's actually a little bit like octopath where Hmm. uh, it's almost like a reverse octopath everybody's together at the beginning and you just keep going to each person's hometown (laughs) where it's like oh the noises are taking over this person's place like oh we should go that's where i'm from um and so you fight there champion summon thing and then you you get that as a as an option that you can use with the summoner uh and then you go back to harmony and fight a couple more noises and then they go oh actually the noises are over in my hometown now so you have to go go over to this place and see the fish people now um (laughs) so at this point i'm sure that's only going to last so long but uh right now it is just kind of Hey, what's what's your weird snake person culture about? I guess let's go over to your hometown and and fight some noises and talk to some people there, and then we'll go back home, and then we'll talk to the fish people, and then we'll go talk to the cow beastie people. I guess they're cat. I guess they're more like cats. Uh, it's sounds it's aggressively like it's, fine. Yeah, it, yeah. There's a yeah. there's a place for those. Well, but Chase, give us update I'm, on that one. Yeah, I don't exactly know what I'm going to write about it yet because because uh, I'm still having trouble putting my finger on exactly why I don't like this game and, and talking about the, that juice idea is something yeah. kind of interesting to me. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking about going down that road, um, Get the but juice, I'll have baby. something up in the next handful of weeks and, and then I'll be uh, done with backlog roulette for 2023. 
Nice. GG, as the kids say. Uh, I've been busy. I'm not going to bore you with all the games I've been playing, but I'm going to pull out a few that have left quite the impression on me so far. And I want to start with a Warhammer game. Stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) Warhammer 40,000 Rogue Trader came out uh, on December 7th. This is developed by Owlcat Games. You might know them from other CRPG-esque video games, and that's exactly what this is. Uh, in short, it's basically what you would expect from a Baldur's Gate style game or a classic CRPG. Um, you are building out a party of, I believe, up to six at a time. And it is really fucking cool. This has probably been the most I've gotten into some of the story and lore elements of Warhammer because it's very much you are learning about what a rogue trader is and what these other characters are and where they stand with stuff. And I'm finding that pretty fascinating. Um, you do create a character or you can get kind of a pre-built from one of the uh, classes that they go with. What I want to call out is a few things that stand out from a system standpoint. So there's four classes that you pick at the beginning of the game. It's either a warrior, an officer, an operative, or a soldier. The officer class is pretty cool because that is a character almost like a bard that you are really using them to empower your party and they're hyping them up and you're kind of making good strategic calls there. It's not how I'm playing it. I'm going the soldier route because the next stop, uh, the next tier up and you don't get to go to any, all of these, but it can be a bounty hunter. It can be an assassin vanguard, um, master tactician, grand strategist, or an arch militant. And then finally it's an exemplar. And so you're pathing into these and then you can do some really cool stuff with like, hey, maybe I'm a psyker that has melee abilities or maybe I'm a psyker that's doing stuff with uh, more ranged weapons and that's really cool too. But all that stuff I find really fascinating from how you can play the game. What I also like about it is there's a whole alignment uh, system in this game that focuses in on your choices matter. And so you're gonna be presented with how to approach problems as they're unfolding one of the first choices you can do is an iconoclast which is like hey this is altruistic i'm going to help anybody i'm going to do the right thing regardless of what what gain might come from this then it has the dogmatic one which fits really cool into the lore of this game where it doesn't matter what's being done you you march towards your dogmatic belief and then there's the heretical which is like this is the most chaos chaos like it's, it's really fucking cool And what's even better about that is, is that once you start to morally align, there's Mm. certain gear that you can only equip at that point based off of how you're aligned, which is really fucking neat. So that was that was cool in Kotor. I remember that. Yes. Like, oh, hey, what you can only wear these robes if you are super light Jedi side. Yeah. And then uh, the abilities are really neat. Um, Like my soldier has a run and gun, which I can basically do an action and then move them up and get another one. But you you kind of trade off like you're a bit more vulnerable after you do it. But you also get like plus 10 in ballistics when you do that. Weapons are really cool. Um, I carry two different guns on me right now. So I've got a handgun and I've got a burst rifle. I have another soldier and she's all about area of effect. So she'll just like fucking mow people down like Tommy gun style, which is really neat. The psyker is so fucking overpowered. Like she'll, you can basically exploit people and figure out like weaknesses and all that shit. And that's not taking up all your actions that turn. And she gets all kinds of buffs. And then she has like this lightning chain ability that goes with it. 
it's really fucking cool y'all um johnny i, I know I, th- I think that you would really enjoy this one uh, it's very fucking cool but you need to finish Baldur's gate before going down this mm-hmm. sicko path yeah because it's it's a very lengthy game right it is a, it's it's a long game yeah for sure okay so right. this game again december 7th alcat games puts it out uh you can buy this game for 50 bucks i think it's on uh pc only i might be wrong though uh, definitely not going to be on Switch. Probably not on Xbox, or maybe it'll be on PlayStation. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, it's a, it's an unfair question, but you, you kind of brought it up in comparison. Does this even hold a candle at all to something like Baldur's Gate? Or- the combat's really neat. Like Baldur's Gate's all D and D stuff, so you can really play around in those those rules. But here, this is almost like XCOM Baldur's Gate. Like it feels a little bit more like that to me than some of the abilities you would have in a Baldur's Gate because it okay. again it's chain swords it's which the melee stuff is really fucking cool there's some good oh, yeah good stuff um there's like an overwatch ability with a chain sword that's fucking awesome uh the game's great it's it's really good you should check it out so you have you become a, a lore head for no not for yet not yet, yet. You gonna, not yet you gotta read some books yeah there's a lot of reading in this so maybe this will count for a book <laughs> okay uh, I have a copy of the Horus Heresy sitting on my shelf. Right that, that's the important one. Whatever. Johnny's going to start a new series called Who is on Horus? And it will be him talking about all those things. Uh, another game I checked out, and speaking of Baldur's Gate, is uh, Immol- uh, Immortals of Avium. And so this game came out on August 22nd. It was yep. published by Ascendant Studios. I'm sorry, it was developed by Ascendant. It was published by EA. That part is very important. Um, they put this game out on August 22nd and Hmm. anything else happened around this, (laughs) you know, Baldur's Gate three came out and the world fucking stopped. I have to believe that EA putting out a Sonic game is when a Mario game. It's like putting out uh, a sequel to Titanfall in between Battlefield and Call of Duty. Yes. Yeah. So. And the, here's the sad part about this. This studio, a mere weeks after the launch of this game, laid off 45% of their staff based off of the performance of this game. Um, it seems to be a going thing this year, right? It is. So it's a big bummer. Um, but, again, I did not play this game. I know we covered it. And we're like, oh, that looks neat, but maybe could be generic. And Baldur's Gate. generic. I can't even remember what that looked like. I'm pulling it up now just to okay. remember which one this is so this is a first person shooter where you are playing as a magician or a wizard however you want to look at uh, it yes and rather than shooting your your traditional bolt action shotgun or you know assault rifle you have these different bracers that are occupied by a colored version of magic so green red or blue and you can swap between them uh Look, I'm just going to come out and say it. This might be like one of those. I can't believe people missed playing this. Like it's is it a 10 out of 10? Absolutely not. But I'd say it's probably somewhere in eight to 10 for me so far. Um, It runs so well that when the combat unfolds, it's not as twitchy or gross as Doom, but it's more arena style shooter, in my opinion. Like you're not really zooming in. Uh, You have an awesome offhand ability. So far, there's two things I've unlocked. The first you get is a magical whip that is basically the harpoon for a scorpion. You just whip people into you with this, and then you can do this 
awesome like melee attack or you can use the red power which is more of a shotgun blast you also get uh spells that you'll find tied to your magic and you can unlock those like one i have is a shield breaker where you push down into the ground and then these giant spikes come up at an angle and it will break any shield on an enemy super handy to have another one sends out kind of like drunken missiles that look beautiful when it happens and it just hits all kinds of people around you when you do it. You can also pull up a shield and that shield can have all kinds of things. Like if it breaks, it's going to do an area of effect attack because you have a big skill tree for each magical color that you're unlocking for new abilities. I just got one on my melee that if I hit somebody, it will uh, make, it will do like a 20% increase uh, to any red magic used against them, which works out great because red magic's that shotgun blast. So I can melee them. Well, I can whip them in melee when they land and then shotgun blast and kind of juggle that side sort of combo. The other offhand ability is this flask that shoots out like these green goo orbs that just slow everything. And that can be used for puzzles to keep gates up longer. It can be used if there's a big brute coming your way. You can also hover, which is awesome when you're doing all this shit. The game is fucking great. It has really good acting. The writing walks a fine line of trying to be too funny at times, but the performance is really good. Um, It looks gorgeous. And the combat is a ton of fucking fun. Um, Maybe it's just all the the hand motions I was seeing you do. Like th- this isn't in VR, right? What's that? No, there, no, there's no, no, a no. VR. For this. No, and the hand stuff when you're when you're going, the only time you really move your right hand is they have to do like a reload animation where you're kind of like recentering, and mm-hmm. so they they do that sort of thing. But you're not really moving your hand around too much. It's pretty static. Think of it more like a Mega Man blaster than anything else. Sure. Yeah. So it's it's really cool. Uh, Yep. Uh, I got two more updates here. I'll be brief. Lego Fortnite. uh, It came out and it's it's Minecraft with Lego, but not only that, like it's not as free form as a at least in the survival mode. Some some village building. Yeah. You're trying to get a little bit of people to come and stay with you. Uh, combat in it has a little bit of like souls inspiration. You know, you're going to drop your backpack. You're going to have to dodge and, and roll and all that shit. I mean, but, watching you guys play, it reminded me a lot of um, what's the what's, what's the one that starts with V that you guys Valheim? played? Valheim? Yeah, it, it yeah. reminds me a lot of Valheim, just, yeah. you know, with Lego bricks, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. And they've done already a big major update. I don't know, Johnny, if you've played it, but they increased the cap of storage from 30 to 50. So your stacks can go up to 50 oh. now, which is awesome. Oh, and they've added, they've already got plans to add in things like Sasquatch and a bunch of other beasts. Sasquatch. Uh, yep. Uh, and More they've added in <laughs> more of the uh, skins that you purchase for the Battle Royale version have Lego variants, which is fun. Mm-hmm. So there's a I lot was, of. I was playing as a Sith Trooper last time. You were looking real good. It's great. Uh, again, free, put out by Epic. It is. Uh, they, they are calling this a standalone game. It's not a seasonal thing. Like, it is here to stay. Uh, they launched this alongside uh, Rocket Racing, which is from the developers of Rocket League. And then they have essentially Fortnite uh, Garage Band in there now. Or not Garage Band, but uh, Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just announced there's... I, I, can't, I, I don't know if I remember this or not. They bought the studio that makes... Uh, oh, my God. What's the game show one? The real cute one. That came out 
uh not fall guys but is it fall guys it is fall guys yeah yeah mm-hmm. they bought I that studio the studio's name i'm pretty sure that they own them and yeah, it's, they the, right. yeah. they're putting that game in Fortnite, so you'll sure. basically yeah. launch fall guys with inside Fortnite now which is wild that that sounds like their mo these days and they're getting and this is the one thing that like uh, i think jeff grubb was talking about it on game s mornings like what else would you like to see them do and i said like in my head driving the car i'm like they should do sports like nfl blitz style sports and that seems to be what they're doing they've got a baseball game planned a football game planned and they're going to be putting that into this game as well so they're they're doing it ready player one what if they made a new unreal tournament yeah yeah dude (laughs) now we're talking that'd be fucking cool like a first person thing from them yeah yeah like like i play that not Fortnite, just a new unreal tournament box product that you can get that this is this is hey Fortnite, make make half-life three god and what a great rocket launcher that that Unreal has. Mm-hmm. It's very you, good. It shoots one, or you charge it, and it like spins and shoots three at a time. Ah, oh, fuck, that's so good. The flat good. Can't, God damn it! It's a good one. The, the last game I'm going to talk about is a game called Once Human. Uh, I'm in the beta for this. It is the game that everybody thought the day before was going to be. Okay. Um, it is a survival <laughs> game. But it feels like one that Kojima would make. And okay. So you start and you've got this backpack on that has a butterfly in it. And good start. It's very strange. Like all these people are like zombies, but they have like stage lights for head, or they might have other weird shit. Like it's very fucked. But you are craft you're, you're cutting down trees breaking up rocks and it's kind of like i guess rust or arc in that vein um but the shooting in it feels just as good as something like the division which it reminds me kind of of that like the division meets kojima meets rust it's somewhere like in that realm uh, of, of, of or daisy is probably a better one looking at the steam pages this is a game for for sick people yeah yes yes (laughs) yes you're you're building territory it's all the all the bobby p's bingo yes uh you you know what i always say it's better to be once human than two human that's correct uh this game is supposed to come out i think sometime in september or at least like not september i'm sorry q3 uh, the beta runs really well. Uh, I believe that this is an Eastern studio. A lot of the stuff, I, I, I might be Korean. Um, it it seems to be in Korean, I think. That's what I'm reading uh, in the game. But yeah. people have really taken to it. it. It looks gorgeous. It plays really well. I think this is going to be a pretty big hit, um, especially if it comes in as like a free-to-play model. But I don't quite know where they'll land with it. But I've been checking that out and uh, having a great time. Johnny, the, the beta is going to open up here again soon. And you can just you download a launcher directly from them and okay. play it that way. I think I signed up. Yeah. I feel like he's I think he sent me a link. Yeah, for sure. Um, Two two quick things for me. Uh, I picked yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 back up. Oh, uh, yes. And I, I'm I'm going to say I'm well into Act 3. 
but I put several more hours into Act Three of that game, and I'm inside the city of Baldur's Gate now, and I feel like this is the end game. I can I can see yeah. plot threads starting to come together, yep. and wondering how they're going to culminate and and what choices I'm going to have to make. And it was so nice to be hanging out with uh, those characters again. Um, has very your top good. Ten changed your personal top ten? Is that is that shift? No. Okay. He said what he um, said. Yeah. Shit ain't nothing to me, man. Um, I also, Bobby, you've played more of this than I have. Um, okay. But That's I, true about most games. <laughs> thank you, Chase. Um, I decided because I, I, so I could not care less about Avatar. Same. Uh, I've only seen the first movie once in theaters. Haven't seen the sequel. Um, I've, I've seen both in theaters. That's it. And. And so if I have heard from you and uh, Brad on Next Landers talked about it and just the reviews in general were like relatively positive yeah. uh, for something that I think we were we were dunking on. Oh, yeah. Pretty, rightfully pretty so. Pretty hard and uh, all the advertisements. But I decided to to pay 15 bucks to get a month of Ubisoft Plus and got I got news for you. You're, cool. you're going to keep that subscription rolling through January, too. It's this game is pretty cool. This game um, is very cool. So I'm not like I said, I'm only a couple hours into it. So there's still a lot I haven't unlocked yet, but just visually. Oh, my God. It's it's one of the most beautiful games I've played this year. It's oh, my God. Insane it's so good. How good that this game looks. Um, yep. Also, I think the mobility and the way you move around feels quite nice. And yeah. you like you do feel like. Were they about like twice the size of a human? They're like being? 12, 12 or thirteen feet tall, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Navi. So. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just very surprised at like how much fun I'm having with that game. Is um, there another game that you can think of that that you've played that you've you've played despite the license attached to it? I mean, you guys you probably um, just talked about Warhammer, which I think you know, Johnny you're played not, Robocop. You're not reviled by Warhammer, but. Yeah, but RoboCop. We like RoboCop. I love RoboCop. Okay. Uh, I mean, something that I like, I'm otherwise indifferent to. Um, I I don't know. Not even just indifferent, because like like something you play despite. Yeah, I'm just. I'm trying to think of one for me. It's there's there's just so. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard. License games like that that typically like I or even get made these days. It seems like you know. I don't know if I would have even picked this thing up if it wasn't like abundantly clear that there's a foundation from Far Cry in it. Mm-hmm. Just knowing how much I like Far Cry games, I was like, oh, well, I like yeah. those. So I, at least if it's just like a reskin uh, Far Cry, yeah. I, I can di- I can dig that. that was, and, the, yeah, the thing for me was like, I really didn't like five and six. Um, five was fine. It was fine. It was bad. It was fine. Hit him with the bliss bullet. Yeah, it was, was fine, bad. but it was bad. It was, it was, bad, um, it was fine, so, bad, not bad, bad. Yeah, but also another thing that kind of inspired me was uh, we went me? to You're Disney welcome. World. No, oh. uh, we went to Disney World this year in January, and one of the coolest rides I went on while I was there was an Avatar ride. Uh, it was a VR ride where you're riding on the back of one of those bird things, and it was amazing. Um, yeah, I think that. I actually feel like the Avatar property makes more sense and something is like potentially like vapid as a video game and not films because 
the films are just it, I couldn't tell you any of the characters name like we aren't going to we're not here to critique Avatar. Let's just say it's a it's a mediocre I, film. I, I was yeah, a little bit like Star Wars in that way. I mean, yeah, I, not everybody agrees with this, but um, like I find the smaller stories in Star Wars, the low, the overall lore of Star Wars to be really interesting. And when you get to the mainline movies mm-hmm. out, outside of the original trilogy, I suppose, like I, I get into like somehow. Yeah, it's like, ah, OK, it's it's these it's these guys again. Right. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. like, oh, I'm really interested in like the little bounty hunter stuff that's going mm-hmm. on over here. I'm really interested in the, the Ewok stuff that's going over here. Yeah. <laughs> One, I was talking to a couple of my of friends about the, the game. Week. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had no idea who the bad guy was in the first movie. And uh, like, yeah, it's, capitalism, it's kind of, capitalism it's, was the sure the bad guy. But it's the same guy that they beat. And I think he is in this game, too. And I'm just like, uh, I, I don't. Okay. So. What I think is going on that's pretty fascinating is it is not directly following. Like they even mentioned when you first get in there, I think Jake Sully is the guy's name. It's mm-hmm. like Jake Sully is a native now. He's, he's here doing this. It's like because you you were captured by a military yeah. as a child and then they keep you on ice literally for like 13 years. And the whole thing is about you connecting back into your, your ancestral tribe, right? roots. Yeah. yeah. And they don't really spend too much time on that in the movies. Like it's always there a little bit, but it's more about this big fucking army hunting them down. This is like you're taking your time discovering the the, the fauna and all that shit in the game, and you're yeah. getting to like craft stuff. And it's it's neat. Like if you like the part where you're making ammo pouches and shit in Far Cry, this is for you. Um, if you don't like that part of Far Cry where you get to go and hunt and collect. You're probably Maybe. not going to like it as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Another thing I picked up just today uh, is Kerbal Space Program 2. Hell yeah, I got it too. Sure. Uh, I played a little bit. I've not the played game. these at all. I think I'll lose um, myself to it. And when when this one came out, uh, it came out in early access like the original game did. It came in real hot and it was missing a lot of the the features and things that were in the first game, but they just put out an update uh, today. I think the uh, first science update came out yesterday. Uh, and it sounds like it added everything that was missing. Um, it also has like a, a campaign mode now oh, where cool. you're earning science that you use uh, to unlock like stuff along a research tree. And so far, uh, have you have after, you flown anything yet? Oh yeah, I've flown and destroyed have you, have you and cra- yeah. Have you crashed anything yet? So there There's been there have been many deaths so far. Um, have you flown anything that you haven't crashed? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the God. very first thing I built. Nice. Uh, everything after that though, because you mm-hmm. have to, you know, it gives you these little these challenges, and that's how you earn more science to sure. do more research. And once you it wants you to go up ten thousand meters. And then come back down and getting up there is relatively easy. Yeah, that's easy. That's the easy part, right? Um, Just just throw some more boosters on it. It'll be fine. And I've been figuring out how the couplings work. So like, you know, you you disengage to reduce the weight and you're actually learning how rockets work, which is one of the reasons why I was so interested in in this series. But I just I also was very intimidated by it. You're you're going to go work for SpaceX? Is that? that Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 
my hero. Oh um, no! If, if your uh, future employer sees what you've written about him, I don't think you're getting that job. Well, satire. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he understands satire. He loves jokes. All he does is tell jokes, and then he has his AI explain what it means and why it's so funny. Oh my god! That's an actual thing that happened. Oh um, no! Uh, yeah. So this this game seems really really cool, and sure. I. It's co-op, very, right? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you and I can play together. Which how how would that that's even single work? player? It's single oh, player. I thought they made this one say uh, a multiplayer. Nope. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm very I'm eager trying to, hear. to think of how that would work. Like, like you yeah, crash into Bobby's trying. rocket with yeah. your own rocket. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I look. I'm. I think it's really cool. I don't have a lot to say about it yet because I've only played. He just thinks they're neat. Uh, yeah, it, that that An game hour. series has always kind of been like Hitman for me, where mm-hmm. it's I I enjoy watching other people play that game, uh, but that is not a game I'm going to pick up myself and yeah. and play and enjoy. But totally totally cool to watch other people build shit and crash yeah. it and or or succeed and or that's, succeed because awesome. you can go to whole other planets and explore and there's like a whole other layer to this than just what was that game was that 2021 or 2020 that had like the fmv rocket building in it oh shit. oh yeah that game fucking ruled that game was really cool i i, 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 I would play that again chase we should stream that game some night sure god damn it what was the name of that game fmv rocket I don't remember. game oh, it was so Next good space rebel would you say yes yes would yes. you say it was chaotic? What would happen in there? Yeah, it was pure chaos. Oh, okay. Uh, what if I told you, you I don't know. His trap card. <laughs> I don't know anything, but I know I need to ca- kill chaos. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking, of course. Uh, uh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that was a very forced transition. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, um, I think I think that segue died on the way back it to its own planet. <laughs> it did. It did. Let's redo it. Oh um, my god! You uh, are terrible. And you write headlines? Yeah. Hey, they can't <laughs> all be winners. I think the right? origin of that uh, joke was mm. terrible. I'm no stranger to terrible segues. Mm. This is not uh, paradise. Can we do something else? This game. <laughs> um, I bought Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, a game that I have been. You did it your by. way. Yeah, look, I. It's I've your been way or the highway. By this game, shut up. Uh, <laughs> just so intrigued. Like everything I read about it, it just. Yes, like, I am intrigued by Stranger of Paradise. What a fucking Final Fantasy Origin. I mean, if. In in the same vein as Avatar, the stuff I've heard about that game sounds like it's way better than it has any. Oh yeah, I've it heard is. that. It is. It's insane. Okay, is so it is it turn based or is this one action? This is dark. This is a Dark Souls game. Oh, Team Ninja, baby. This is um. Okay, yeah. this is Johnny so, shit. This is so the, you... the Neo guys making making a Final Fantasy Dark Souls. But also, also like just everyone can the... wear fedoras. Yeah, oh my, the, is that true? Yes. Yeah. There's a there's a fedora equipment that you can. Um. Okay. So the the premise of this starts in a very confusing manner, where it plays a, a, like a a three D rendered movie, and then like some other unrelated thing happens, and then your character wakes up in a field. 
and he, he his name is Jack and he, he like goes he wanders into this town and he meets these two other guys that have these crystals. And he's like, I don't know who I am, but I know I'm supposed to kill chaos. And they're like, wow, my crystal's glowing too. And then they bump fists and you're bros. And then you're just with your bros going on adventures. And uh, the thing that's always weird to me out is that it, it's it's based in the same world as Final Fantasy one. Yes. The very it's first it's Final it's Fantasy, it's which is which I've played a like a decent size amount, like decent amount of. Uh, and that's like a medieval iOS. ass video game. Like, yes, it's it's swords and shields and magic. Mm-hmm. And, jobs. and then and then you open up this game and guys are wearing suits. Yeah. Uh, and there are fedoras. It's, I'm like, it's, where the where the fuck where, what's happening? I don't know. God. But I love it. It's so stupid and taking itself so God. seriously. And this is like a prequel or like it overlaps with the beginning of Final Fantasy One. Dude, I don't fucking know and I don't care. Okay. All I know is there are well, I mean, they can't kill chaos because killing chaos is what yeah, you why, do. Why would you, why would you do that? You can't you can't you can't do that. Well, I guess not, I guess the, I guess I'm on a doomed journey then. Yeah, um, these are not the so, four warriors of light. They're 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 going to fail. It's I don't know. I don't know what I, happens in this game. I don't know either. Johnny, um, as a as a Dark Souls fan. You enjoy these this types is, of games. Yeah, I was. This is much more. Um, like it feels much more like Devil May Cry uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. than than a Neo or something. The the difficulty isn't as uh, crushing as what you have there. It even has two different story modes. Like it has a casual mode, and then has another one that's even easier than that. If you just want to get in there and fuck shit up and watch the very stupid story play out on the screen for you. Um, and your two companions uh, that you start with are each their own class. And then Jack, the guy that you control, can toggle between all the different classes. And you can have two classes, two jobs, sorry, equipped at the same time. Uh, and you also have unique gear equipped for each job so that when you switch it, his outfit is switching. And the okay. way that you switch it is by hitting Y. So you'll just be in the middle of combat. You tap Y. And suddenly your outfit's different and all the attacks you do. 13 does, right? Like when you when you do like oh, the I don't paradigm remember, shifts, I think you shift into like different. I don't know if it shifts your your and so look long. as well, but like, it kind of shifts your class. And yeah. You. Coming from um, a guy who hasn't played a lick of 13. But, <laughs> um, but you, you have a regular attack. You can charge it. You have an ability on the right trigger. Uh, and then depending on what job you're doing. So like if you are playing as a magic kind if you hold the trigger you can move the left stick around to choose which spell you you're going to cast hmm. and the longer you hold it down the more it charges it so it'll be like fire fira faraga uh and when you switch to like the halberd class the right trigger you throw the halberd instead of you know having spells that you would switch to so hmm. it, you're able to swap between all these abilities on the fly and just really fuck shit up um you have uh, kind of like a I almost define it as like a parry system when you hold X or B. I can't remember which, but you when an attack is coming towards you, if you hit that button, it'll charge it and then you can unleash it in like a counter attack. And all the enemies have uh, like a stagger meter. And once you break it, then you can do a super heavy attack where Jack usually like rips their head off or punches them. 
Sure. And they turn into they turn into red crystals and explode. And it's Blue really Kratos. <laughs> yeah, it's it honestly it's a lot like that. Um, and I I don't know what I was expecting like from this game. I just remember hearing how bonkers it was and seeing the cutscenes and stuff. And I was like, I I really don't want to pay sixty dollars for this. But if a good deal comes along, I will probably buy this. And I think I, I paid like fifteen bucks for it. Uh, on the Epic Store right pretty now. pretty good deal. Yeah, not bad. Um, it's it's so dumb and just an absolute blast to play. Like it's, I think the combat is really really good. At least what I've experienced so far, and it feels like I just got the fourth uh, character uh, added to my party. And as far as I can tell, you don't have any. Well, you can do uh, like you can in Mass Effect, like on either side of the D pad to like tag them. And then they'll focus on the enemy that you have highlighted uh, when you click the right stick. That's how you lock on. Um, awesome. Yeah, seems very, very cool, cool so far. Well, that was a lot to get through. We've been busy for sure, and I think we'll continue to be busy. Uh, if you are new to the show, this is typically when we start telling you about the news around the games that we've been playing. But tonight, we're just going to round out this episode with our 2024 resolutions. As Chase said earlier, these are more loosely structured. It can be anything from reading books to playing and enjoying horror. Uh, so let's let's get into it. We don't have it in writing yet, but we will put it in writing. Chase, what is your your twenty twenty four resolution? Do you want to? Are we just doing one? <laughs> do you do you guys have multiples? I have. I'm. I brought a resolution. I okay. have a resolution that involves multiple things i, I brought five <laughs> oh, we've never done okay. that many chase uh, i did like four last year i think i don't know if i remember it was, that it was the reading it was the backlog um i don't know i don't have to do the, all five it was the year of chase uh why don't i talk about this one first i whether it comes up on 2024's backlog roulette wheel or not i am going to beat a link to the past this next year, calendar year of 2024. It's going to happen. I've That's a game that I have uh, rented. It's a game I've borrowed from friends. It's a game I've played at friends' houses. Yeah. Uh, it's a game I've purchased used copies of. And would all... So all, everything I know about the game is either the very beginning or a random place in the middle where somebody has almost everything unlocked and I don't know where to go because I, I didn't... I'm I'm jumping in midway. Yeah. Um it's so the I, thing. This, this is a time where I'd be like, you know, it's supposed to be one of the best games of all time. I've got like four copies hanging around. I've got like a complete inbox copy. I've got the Game Boy Advance version. I've got so many versions of this fucking game. I'm play gonna it. beat it. You should probably I'm, play I'm, one of them. I'm going to play it sometime this year. Um so okay. the past is getting beaten in twenty twenty four. Fair. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, we'll go through Johnny Nine if you want to pepper in a few more. Like we can do that for sure. Sure. Uh, for me, I made a purchase. I shouldn't have, but I did, and I'm glad I did. I have one of those mm. fancy analog mm. pockets. Um, there's a lot a of fantastic, <laughs> beautiful piece of hardware. Some there's say a lot you of multiple analog. I, I did. I did. Some say that you tricked your friends. I did that too. Yes, I did. It was, it was a good trick. It was a good um, trick. I had my, I had 
I had an Atomic Purple Game Boy Pocket Color, whatever you want to call it, back in 98, I believe it was. And that's what I was introduced to Pokemon on. My parents would not buy me handheld gaming devices because we had Nintendo at home. And that's where I should be. We didn't really travel that much. And my parents knew I would do exactly what I did. I would find ways to be distracted and play my Game Boy everywhere. Having said that, I never kept up with it. I briefly had the DS when it came out because that was around the time that I had my own income. And I pre-ordered that and I realized that I was not playing it because I really wasn't going anywhere and I was just playing my other systems. So I have a pretty... 2DS XL at one point? I did have that. And now I own that system? I wanted to play through all the mainline Pokemon games post Red and Blue. And that's what I did there. But... I have a pretty big gap in my gaming library for games that I've never been able to play. I mean, I shouldn't say I've never been able to play. I could play, but now I can. And uh, with Chase's help, I'm going to be playing more of those um, because I, I have picked at least five games that I'd like to get through that are from that period in time. And that's my resolution for the the year. Yeah, we kind of did. I mean, I, I have this, kind of on my list too that i want to play more handheld games this year and part of that is going to be helping bobby with this kind of Mm -hmm. journey that he's on and and johnny's jumping in as well um we don't need to reveal everything about it but yeah we're going to kind of do a backlog roulette pocket edition uh in 2024 it's not going to be every month like i i'm still going to do my backlog roulette every month uh but maybe in lieu of you know, maybe four of those months can be pocket edition ones where we spin a, a different wheel and play one of the handheld games that shows up there. So I, I made a list, Johnny made a list, Bobby made a list of some of the games that we think uh, are important uh, or mm-hmm. really good or really interesting that we want to we want to check out. And uh, and we'll be spinning that wheel at some point. We, uh, we don't know when exactly, but uh, that should be a fun thing. We'll all get to play stuff on the pocket. Um, and then maybe even do stuff for my other podcast, my handheld video game podcast, Gamers on the Go. So that'll be, we, that'll be real fun. We haven't like nailed down what exactly it's going to be, but Casual Boys is going to be a stream that we do on, on Casual Mondays like uh, where we do uh, play something off the pocket on stream that's not a part of that list, but more of like something that would fit the mold for what Casual Mondays are. So we're, we're working on. You know, it would be great for that. What's that? The Pokemon trading card game. Well, hey, we'll just play that. <laughs> we'll just restart, except yep. now we'll do it on the pocket. Perfect. Yep. yep. <laughs> but I got I got the dock and I got a new hub set up. So I've got anything that's Apple or iOS, my ROG Ally, the Switch, my pocket, all hooked up into the capture card now. And I can capture all those things for us. So uh, I've I've opened up and diversified our ability of what we can capture here on the casual hour, and I'm looking forward to streaming some stuff off of this little device. Oh yeah, that'll be great. Cool, Johnny. What do you yeah. got going on? Um, so you both know I love FromSoft, right? No, I don't know. You know. I was the only one who liked Armor Core Six. Apparently, um, looking at Game but, of the Year results. Did you? It was on my know. backlog that the only Soulsborne games I have ever played to completion are Dark Souls 3 
and Elden Ring. Yes. I can believe that you haven't finished video games yet. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you're so, playing Kingsfield? Yep. Uh, I would like to finish... Because I have playthroughs on all of those games that are like varying degrees of progress. So mm. what I would like to do is return to those old saves. Oh, you're saying that you're starting a series called Souls Man. I'm a Souls Man? Yep. Uh, <laughs> and I, I would like to finish all of those games that I have not finished. All I, of them? I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and finish. You, you, game of the Year is going to be okay, real so. fucking tiny for you this year. <laughs> um, probably Dark Souls 1. Okay, let's do this. So Dark Souls 1. Uh-huh. Bloodborne. Okay. I want to finish those three games. Is he I chopping like up those... for you? He's very much chopping up. Yeah, he says I, you got damn robot. Chopping chopping up for me. I think he's purposely chopping up yeah. so he doesn't have to uh answer the question. Actually, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Answer the question. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. I want to finish okay. those three games. Okay. All right. Starting when? Say when. Starting in 20 He's got he's got 12 months to do it. Okay. Yeah. Starting so you do you've got four months to beat each one of those games. Yeah. <laughs> All sure. right. Let's see what you do with it. Love it. Um, so you'll have Dark Souls one completed by April. If all goes to plan. Hey, he could he could save them all and do them all in the final week of December if he wants to. Well, that's apparently what he makes. He's getting all of them done. That's the week that he makes all those big game of the year decisions, apparently. Hey, do you want to know the system that I probably have the most progress on with Dark Souls? A a PlayStation? No, the Switch. I I bought the remastered version on the Switch. Even I don't like that. God. (laughs) It only runs at 30. The P- I own the original PC version, which is a dumpster fire uh, and requires mods to, to work properly. Oh, um, I, I, I've got one for us. I'm going to try and play whatever game we say we'll play on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good fucking luck with that. <laughs> it's nice to want things. Yeah, wish in uh, one hand. Uh, I can run down my other ones. They're, they're pretty quick and easy. One, I want to commit more time to playing. Two things, Chase games. is absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quick and easy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I've talked about doing itch stuff. I've played some itch stuff before the shows um, sometime this year, but I want to get better about looking looking up and and finding cool little games and talking about them more here. Um, so I, I don't know what that's going to be. I'm not formalizing that in a way. It's not going to be like a backlog roulette kind of thing with with itch.io games, but I just want to get better at talking about that and, and be more consistent. Um, speaking of consistency, I had a big gap. I, I started Chasey K Plays this year, my YouTube channel, where I started yeah. um, recording some gameplay footage stuff. And, and that's been really fun, but I took a big break uh, between some stuff as my PC was getting built and, and set up and... Um, as I was trying to figure out more things that I wanted to do with that. Um, and I, I think so far, like near the end of the year, I've gotten in a more consistent uh, rhythm, finishing SteamWorld Heist and playing through Stadium Brats right now. Uh, in fact, hey, there's a new episode of Stadium Brats out right now. You can watch me and, and a friend of the show, Jiggy-san, as we take down the Pika Cup, uh, which was a lot harder than it should have been. Uh, but I want to, my, my resolution is to be even more consistent. 
with uh, yeah. with Chase Escape Blaze and to to do more stuff with that. And I, I don't think that's ever going to be strictly a weekly thing, but I think that's something I want to I want to have some content every month up there for for Chase Escape Blaze. So that's that's another thing I'm going to be doing. And then the last one, this one is uh, this one's a bit of a wild card dumb one. Uh, I wanted to to encourage myself to can continue reading. Uh, I'll tell you, reading Three Kingdoms took most of the year uh, because that book is fucking long, and <laughs> uh, I had a blast. It was it was awesome, and I'm I'm still reading now, but I want to continue to uh, force myself to to read. So I'm gonna read the Magic the Gathering Kamigawa book cycle, which is probably terrible, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Uh, that was a set that uh, was was big when I was in high school when I was playing Magic, and I liked the the flavor of the cards, but I don't really know much of anything about it. So uh, there are three books. They're much shorter than the Three Kingdoms books, thankfully. So I think that's something I can easily read. Um, I'm sure they're fucking terrible. But, I'm sure they are. Uh, yes. We're, we're going to read them and see what happens. So that's that's my reading commitment outside Fuck. of other reading stuff that I'm going to do for, for fun. Nice, man. Uh, well, we got those resolutions. Well, most of them are written down in our note here. We'll, we'll put those in stone and have that ready to go. Uh, but if you are new to what we do around here, go back and check out, uh, the last few episodes, episode, what would that be? Today is the three episode 357. So we've got mm-hmm. 353, I think four and five or somewhere in those. We have a lot of game of the year coverage. Go, f- go follow along with it. You can see all of our stuff is not loading here in chat, which is great. Um, I don't uh, know. Four, four, five, 354, 355 and 356 are our nice. Uh, game of the year coverage episodes. Uh, if you want to follow along with all of our stuff, we're on Linktree. Just look for the casual hour and you can find it. Um, we have a ton of fun stuff going on this week. We played a play test on Monday night for Casual Mondays of Zet Zillions, a fantastic deck builder. So tune in on YouTube or Twitch to see our uh, VOD on that. I have not gotten up to any of our quick looks this week. I apologize. Uh, I thought this was going to be a pretty easy breezy end of the year work week before holiday. And it has absolutely not been that. <laughs> so I've been swamped. Uh, I'll try and get those quick looks edited and put out before the year's end, though. And then Friday night, uh, Johnny and I will be joined by friend of the show, Jason, to play some Lego Fortnite. And I think we're going to um, probably start a whole new world there um and that'll probably be the world that johnny and i play in um well maybe a we'll dazzling s- place you never knew a dazzling place you never knew johnny johnny and i have uh we've got a world going already so we'll probably yeah. stick to that one um but that game's great you can see it live on friday uh chase none of the links are working here but uh, yep. i know you had pitched earlier kind of the stuff you've been doing is there anything else you need to talk about what you got going on Nope, I mentioned Chase K Plays. Go check that out and see the new episode of Stadium Brats. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I think Johnny and I are going to try to record the the next one here real soon. Um, cool. And mm-hmm. then, uh, like I mentioned with Astria Ascending, I'm going to write something about that to fulfill my final Backlog Roulette um, requirement of 2023. Also, with Backlog Roulette, I'm still going to do that, but I think I'm going to cut the writing portion of it. Writing, writing's been fun. I'm glad that I'm still getting to write, but um, I write professionally, so 
uh, I'm tired sometimes, and I yeah. would just like to play the video games and not have to think, uh, come up with a think piece about everyone. Yep. So I'll keep playing a bunch of old games. I'm just not going to necessarily write about them unless I feel like I want to. Um, so yeah, you can find that article that will eventually go up at gamersonthego.com. That'll probably go up sometime in the next couple of weeks. I would awesome. Well, this has been episode 357. Uh, we hope you all are doing well. Come back to whatever link you're watching or have watched to see us play Lego Fortnite on Friday.